Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Cupid's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of earnest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Father, we're grateful unto you. We thank you for bringing us together one more time. Thank you for the power in your word to transform us. We shall not leave this place the same. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. We want to consider Hebrews chapter 4, verses number... One and two. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 1 and 2, he said, Let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of us should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that had it. Praise the Lord. We're considering covenant expectations part three. Praise the Lord. Please take your seat. Scripture is very clear that sometimes the greatest gift a believer can receive is an instruction because instruction is the cure for affliction let us therefore fear lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest any of you should seem to come short of it so here we know that there is a promise left us of entering into his rest. Everybody say rest. So God has left us a promise that will make your life be at rest. That rest there is the state of comfort that God has predestined or destined for the child of God when all that he seeks to do in your life has have been received by you so there is a picture god has and he has thrown that picture to you and i as a promise or promises when we grasp that picture and we develop the capacity to receive that picture in reality that is what is called rest. So God wants you to be in level 10. If you receive what it takes to get to level 10, you will find rest there. The rest can be seen in ministry, marriage or family, career in your health, and many other areas. Believing God for your children and your family members 
That it is the full satisfaction of what God has desired to do in your life. And this scripture is starting with a warning because it says that even though God has promised, not everyone is able to maximize the promises of God. So he says that, let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left us. What is a promise? Of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. So some people come short of the promises of God. And the author of this book, through the Holy Spirit, is warning us that we do not come short. Tell somebody, you can easily come short of the promises of God. But today you are receiving a word. Tell them today you are receiving a word that will help you not to come short of what God has promised. Is it beautiful? Yeah. Your life will assume the glory it's meant to assume when you don't come short of the promise that says enter into rest. And there is a rest for you and I being children of God. The reason why there is a lot of unrest, discomfort in our lives is because we have not entered into the rest destined for us. It's my prayer that in this year 2020, you will enter into that rest promise for you. People fall short. And the reason why people fall short should be very important to you and I. Why is it that God has promised so much and we don't get to receive all that he has promised? I believe this is a textbook question that every serious believer should seek to find solutions you know, for. And uh, the verse number two seems to give us an answer. And we want to express it. For unto us was the gospel preached. As well as unto them. So say we are the same as them. Please, you follow. Are you following now? Tell somebody, I'm the same as the people who have come and gone. Why? Because we have been served the same gospel. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that had it. This is deep. So, he's saying that the older generation, not everyone was able to walk into this promised rest because the word that was preached unto them did not profit them for a particular reason. And the reason why the word that was preached unto them did not profit them was because they did not mix it with faith. They did not what? There's somebody, the preaching of the word is from God. And tell them the mixing of faith is your responsibility. 
Tell somebody, healing is from God. But mixing the word of healing with faith so that you can receive the healing is your duty. Hey. So he's saying that a man or a woman who is not skilled in mixing the word with faith does not receive profit from the word. That the word has profit for you and I. There are blessings in the word for you and I. Profit simply means your labor is yielding fruit beyond your cost. That serving the Lord will cost you some things. Profit means that what you are spending in producing whatever, whatever effort you are putting in the production process, you are earning far, far more than whatever cost you are incurring. And serving the Lord, it will cost you. Jesus said, carry your cross. It's a cost. Giving offering is a cost. Honoring God with your first fruit is a cost. Paying your tithe is a cost. But he's saying that there is also something called profit. And so many people pay the price, which is the cost, but shortchange themselves when it comes to the process of receiving the profit. And that is why we are here. We want to find out one of the ways we can receive the profit after we have made the payment of the cost. And all the sacrifices. I don't think it's a bad message at all to preach. Is there anybody here who doesn't want profit and want losses? And the Bible is very clear. Precise. Concise. It's not beating about the bush. The reason why some people serve the Lord of old. And they did not prosper. It's not because God did not promise them prosperity. Let's look at the scripture very well. Because some people say they don't want to serve God. Because when they look at the way their mother suffered, their father suffered. And some people they know who served the Lord very well. How they suffered. Serving God is not attractive. I want us to find out whether it was the fault of God not to bless them. Or that it was their fault in that they were possibly ignorant in how to receive whatever all of us know we should receive when we serve the Lord. We, we have to interrogate it. So if someone's walk with God is not beautiful enough for you to follow, look for someone who is serving the Lord and is having the profit. That's what the Bible said. Follow after them who through faith and patience they have obtained. Some people have obtained. Some people were explaining without obtaining. But some people were not interested in explaining. They were interested in what? Obtaining. Which side do you want to belong to? And you cannot learn much from explainers. They run commentary. Most commentators have not played before. We don't know Kobina Yabua to have played football at any high level before. 
but they can run commentary and give analysis how the player should have passed about this way and how the team is not clicking, the midfield is leaking, the defense is shipping goals, and the coach must do this, but they have not played before. They are only explainers. There are many explainers in life. Oh, they have to sing the song. The song is not kicking. It's like, it's like she doesn't sing well. You are just an explainer. If we give you the mic. <laughs> we don't need explainers. We need obtainers. Praise the Lord. We need what? Obtainers. Then we'll follow. That some people they are they operate in the theory realm. And some people operate in the practical realm. Why is there profit in following the Lord? And many are poor. It's a major question. <laughs> Why is Christianity not attractive to some people? Even though there is profit in there. The scripture is clear. People fail to do something. And what they fail to do produce a certain result. And that negative result has been seen by many than the positive results that Christianity has, has produced. And the reason why people followed the Lord and died the way sometimes they died is because they didn't know how to do this. Mixing the word with faith. Mixing the word. Tell somebody, mix, mix, mix. Tell somebody you need a mixing ability. A revelation of mixing the word with faith. Without that, you won't see the prophet. You can imagine when you want to do bread and you don't know how to mix flour. What will come out will not be bread, I'm telling you. You should know how to mix the right quantities when they give you all the raw ingredients. So, Preaching will give you the raw ingredient. You take it and mix it with faith so that your profiting will appear. I'm feeling it. And our time, eh, our generation, dear, we lack the mixing sense, the mixing revelation. The mixing ability. We can jump in church, shout in church, but we are not interested in the keys of mixing. That's why still you have the machine in your house, you still go there to, for them to mix for you. Hey. Haven't you seen somebody who has a blender in the house and still could not blend? Simple tomatoes, pepper, onion. They couldn't blend. That he doesn't know how to use that blender. So he went to that Nikalika. <laughs> to blend. But he has the blender. Maybe even for the husband to give money to buy. But he, she simply doesn't know how to operate. Oh. And some know how to operate the blender. 
And when the blender breaks down, they can simply not use the Aiwa. You see, I don't want to offend some people here because there are many women here that acrylic nails they have cannot use the tapoli and the Aiwa to do anything. If there is ever a light off and you need to eat without a blender, come back to Bisa sister be out to church about your bed to be a chi. Uni mchi. You can't handle the pot and uh, is it tapoli we call it? And the tapoli you can't handle it. In case you don't have that one, to do the one on the stone, you know. Oh, and nobody aji aji have a chi and you know good prison. Technology Google kind of woman in the kitchen. She shall we get in team. God have mercy. God have mercy. I'm praying that all the women here, you shall be called women. That amen didn't come out at all. Beautiful. So some people, when they are serving the Lord, it doesn't make Christianity nice. Because they don't know how to mix the word with faith. That is why he's saying that people, have you noticed that? This oh, mommy, we know Donya me he really loved God, but she really suffered. He really suffered. He was always poor. No, it ought not to be so. It was so because they didn't know how to mix. The word with what? Faith. Somebody say mixing with faith. So let's learn how to mix with faith. We can't treat all today. But at least I can give you one major component. Hebrews 11, 9 and 10. By faith, he's talking about Abraham. He sojourned in the land of promise. In the land of what? Promise. As in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him, of the same promise. Say of the same promise. The hell's with him. So we are the seed of Abraham. So of the same promise. I'm showing you how he received a promise from God directly. And how he was able to maximize a promise. In verse number 10. This guy has been sojourning. But in verse number 10. Bible says that. As he was sojourning and staying in tabernacles and tent. With the children and the family. Bible says that. All this time. This is what he was doing. For he looked for a city which has foundations whose builder and maker is God. He received a promise. 
I will give you a promised land. Then he started making his journey from one place to another, dwelling in tent, tabernacles, blah, blah. But as he was going through all the things he was going through, he was just doing one key thing. He was looking for a city, a particular city, who, which had foundations, whose maker and builder was God. So he saw this city and realized, no, this is not it. The tent is, is not it. The tabernacle too is not it. All these things, they are not the things I am looking for. He looked for a city which had foundation. First of all, he knew that what he was looking for had foundations. Number two, the builder and the maker was no man, was what? God. So he was not looking for just anything and everything. He was looking for a particular thing. And the reason why he did not take some other city for the city whose foundations and builder was God and maker was God was because he had a particular expectation. He had what? A very particular, specific, unique expectation. That is why he didn't take Sodom and Gomorrah to be the city. Because there was a time where Sodom and Gomorrah was positioned in a place that looked very nice. But it was watered. The, the, the grass was green. Nice. But he didn't take that one. He was looking for a city that had foundation. The expectation has a way of bringing out the details of the things you are looking for. And it will give you a visionary or a pictorial impression. Of whatever you are looking for, when you chance into it, you will not be confused again. I'm looking for a city with foundations. Number two, the builder and the maker is what? God. That's what that is. That's the kind of marriage I'm looking for. Those are the kinds of children I'm looking for. This is the kind of job I'm looking for. So I don't stop in the tent. I don't stop in the tabernacles. I don't just stop around. I am on my way to that place. And even though I will go through different places to get there, I know what I'm looking for. And when I get there and I see it, I will recognize it. The reason why many people are profitless in this work of faith is that they lack expectation. And listen, a man or a woman without expectation is an empty man or woman. Because you won't even see. See, he looked for. Expectation is the quest for the journey. Without expectation, the journey is useless. It's worthless. It's profitless. It is that, that expectation of that particular city he was looking for that drove him along. So ask somebody for a pastor whether, number one, they have expectation. Can you ask the person by your side for me? Please, do you have an expectation? Number two, do you know the characteristics of what your expectations are? Number three, when you see it, will you recognize it? Hey, do the A to them. Hey. <laughs> Some people have taken the tent as the city. Some have taken the tabernacle as the city. 
It's a major tragedy. When you don't have expectation, a tent becomes a city for you. A tabernacle becomes a temporary things. You see that a foolish boy will come into your life. Because you lack expectation, you will think that that is my husband. Because you, your expectation lacks foundation in the promise. And it's not built by God and it's not made by God. Oh my God, I'm, I'm even feeling like preaching this thing in book. Money whose foundation is not in God it cannot be your expectation. If you have expectation, it must have foundation. It must be seated in God. It might be something God is bringing you. Seated in the promise. He looked for that city. Some people, you don't even have an expectation. It's like you are growing. From everlasting to everlasting. You don't have an expectation. You see, as soon as you are when you don't have expectation, you'll be going round, round like a lukunte. Like a marble. Hey! What's your expectation? And let me tell you, Abraham had expectation. He was frustrated along the way. You need to read the Bible very well. But he still reached there. And sometimes it is a lie. It's a deception to think that once I have an expectation, I'm following a promise and I've done my part, everything to automatically work out. It's a journey full of different things, but hold your expectation whilst you are on that journey. Look, me as a pastor, as I'm standing here, there are things I'm fighting for. Yes. And I said, well, we prayed overnight. We have done all night. We have gone out to win souls. Why is the place not full? No, Abraham, he kept asking God, where is the child? The child, he said, you will give me. Where, where is the child? See, sometimes and when you have expectation, you have to learn how. I'm just going ahead of mine. Learn how to put yourself together. Learn how to do what? Have you heard this story before when someone was ill for one thing, went to the hospital and they discovered a deeper something? And the deeper something was what was going to threaten to destroy the person maybe some six months to come. But you can sit and complain that why do I partake of the communion and I have an infection in my throat? You went and they didn't even consider your truth that much. They were looking into something inside you that was going to explode and kill you some six months to come. Then somebody shut up and follow the plan of God. Very important. Hey, you see that whilst you are complaining about the little things, God is solving some major things. Very major. You need to have an expectation. Hello. <laughs> People don't have expectation. 
People are in church. They, they are not expecting anything. They are not hoping for anything. You have brought your first fruit. You have honored the Lord with a covenant. But you will not receive any profit if there is no expectation. Women that are pregnant, they are called expectant mothers. Why? Because they will be hoping for the delivery of a baby. They are expecting it. Every pregnant, when you tell a pregnant woman that something has happened to the baby in the womb, the first thing in their head is, I refuse it. Nobody so. And most of the time, that refusal works for them. But if you, are not, if you are not pregnant, they can't tell you a baby is suffering in the womb. Because there's nothing in the womb to suffer. Hello? When you, you, see, you have to have expectation to hear stories. Of you can do it, you cannot do it. You are good for nothing. You, are, you, you have to be pregnant to hear some things. If your emotions are what is ahead of you, you will die before your time. You need to look in this church. If you are here, you are honoring God with your covenant. One of the ways you will have profit is to have expectation for ministry, expectation for family life, expectation for career or business, expectation for your health, expectation for your wealth. You must have expectation across board. I want to be a millionaire. This year, I want to get to this level. This is my expectation. I don't want to marry a foolish man. I want to marry a godly man who is emotionally deficient for the devil. And I bind that one. I want an emotionally balanced man. Not a godly man who is emotionally deficient. That's what I want to say. Because not every man seated here who knows Jesus is sane. Some with the Jesus in them, they are mad in their emotions. When they start manifesting, you even think they are not born again. Like some sisters can manifest here right now. You even think they belong to somewhere. So you open your eyes that somebody is in church is not the reason why, or even around the pastor is not the reason why they say, I love you. Then you say, you say because you are around the pastor, me too, I love you. No, you should have expectation. Okay, sit down. Let me, let me just put something inside you. Let me test your emotional. Are you balanced? Are you mad? <laughs> are you sane? Are you sound? Are you sick? Because emotions don't have a lot to do with your spirituality. That's why people know that we are all children of God and they still abuse their partners. Because when that charging, start charging inside them, their hand want to move. They forget that they have done our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. So you have to check all that and situate your expectation in the right things. Praise the Lord. But the problem here is that people don't have expectation at all. So you believe that once I'm in the law, God will do what he will do. God will not do what he will do. You need to carry something to God. And based on that, God will do what he intends to do 
plus what you have sent to him. And most of the time, what you have sent to him becomes the foundation upon which God does and even builds on. Praise the Lord. Ask somebody, have you sent something to God? What have you sent to God? You should be interested. Because UK. You should be interested. Just put it before God. God, I'm believing you to go to UK this year. Then you'll be working on it. And God will release grace to open that off. Is, is God talking to somebody here? So you should have an expectation. My business is at this level. As I'm doing my covenant, I tie everything in. I want this level this year. Then you keep praying about it and working at it. Praying and working. When you lack expectation, work becomes stressful. Because it's like, but when there is an expectation, there is a target to meet, there's a purpose you have set for yourself, you, there's a goal to achieve, work is interesting. Hello? Work is interesting. You see that some Christians have resigned. And the reason why they have resigned is because they lack expectation. And it would be because when you have an expectation that if you're a young lady that you want to just look nice for some guys, there's a way you treat yourself. Two of us. Why? Why? You won't talk to me. But if you lack expectation, you are waiting for some gata gata person also to come your way. And to me, some people, I won't even say. But if I start mentioning some things, some things will happen here right now. But expectation. Okay, tell some two people, please have an expectation. Expect something great. So that God will move on your behalf. Praise the Lord. Are you expecting this year? The Bible says that, that he said, when the clouds gather rain, gather water, it must pour. When you have expectation, something must happen. Something must what? Happen. One of the reasons why nothing is happening is because we lack the expectation. We don't have it. You should have it. I want to have twins. It's a nice expectation. You understand? What you even say on a daily basis is dependent on your expectation. When you are expecting good, there's a way you speak. And when you are expecting nothing, there's also a way you speak casually. And when you are expecting something specific, you speak in a certain way and act in a particular way. You position yourself to receive of that which you expect. Are you following at all? Have you seen guys who expect to toast a lady? There's a way they comport themselves. In a particular space. 
So by the time you know, the attention is coming on them. Hey. He's a, he's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. I say, the guy, he dresses very nice. The girls will be talking in the corner. Maybe his room is not well organized though. But there's a way the guy will appear. Because he knows that ladies today like sharp, sharp things. He will appear sharp for you because he has an expectation. I'm not saying it's right or it's wrong. There's a certain level of contract and business meetings that some people refuse to drive certain cars to those meetings. That based on the volume, the level, and the expectation, they would rather rent a car be fitting of that level of people meeting there so that the meeting will be at a certain level because they have an expectation. If you are dealing with V8 people, private jet people, and you come in an Uber, <laughs> it will look like they are taking a very high risk. So you have to go in some hired V8 with two assistants, well dressed, sharp. You appear in, in some way. You appear, oh, well, yes, your boys, they are following you also, dressed sharp. Meanwhile, no, they are ashes you went to even. Or they went to Cantonment to pick those suits and make it sharp. You appear it because you have an expectation. Because people can disqualify you for even how you look. And people don't care whether your car broke down or blah, blah. They will just look at you and say, is he the one we are waiting for? No, no, no. Don't you have any other person? So when you have expectation, the way you even appear, it drives the way you even appear. Are you following here? <laughs> Sometimes you go to the embassy and you see people wearing clerical color. <laughs> For the interview, they are communicating something <laughs> to the interviewer. I'm a reverend. <laughs> I'm going for missions and I'll return back. Look at this caller and be informed that I'm not a terrorist. That I'm a responsible man. People dress for what they believe they have to receive. If you are a child of God and you do not have an expectation, you are not mixing well. Like the word you are receiving will be here and your manifestation too will be here. But you need to be able to mix the word you are receiving. You see, practicalize the word. I have honored God with my first fruit, but there are steps 
I should take with my faith to receive profit. Praise the Lord. In the first service, we learned some things, but I'm not going to go into them um, for this second service. I'll just give you one thing. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 and 10. When you obey the covenant, what should you expect? The covenant of first fruit. Once you obey it, what should you expect? Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruit of all thine increase. What must you expect? Verse 10. So shall thy bonds be filled with what? Plenty. And thy presses shall burst out with what? New wine. So at least two things. When you have honored God with your covenant, you have paid your first fruit, or you intend to pay, this is what your expectation should be. That your bonds will be filled with plenty. Be expecting prosperity. Expect prosperity. God does not hate it. God wants you to prosper. And I'm praying that this year you shall prosper in Jesus' name. Please, what you don't expect, you don't receive. You must expect prosperity to come your way. Because the promise of the covenant has not accommodated poverty. The promise has not accommodated lack and want. The promise has not accommodated beggarliness. The promise has only accommodated your bonds shall be filled with what? Plenty. Shall plenty here. Plenty is what you should be expecting. Not small. When small comes, go to God and say that. The promise said that the first fruit I gave must be multiplied with a promise for plenty. Why am I begging? Why? You say one plus one is two. Why is one plus one becoming one and a half for me? Are you following now? You hold God by the way, and as you are doing that kind of this thing, you have opened the scripture, you believe it with all your heart, and you are doing everything on ground, physically possible, to get that plenty. Don't stay in your room and say that. They say when I, 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 I honor the first food, I will have plenty. The plenty, you know, is it going to drop from heaven to, your, to, to, to earth? You should be doing something. So that, you see that, the scripture, put it there. This scripture, you see that it has an agricultural background. So shall thy bands be filled with what? Plenty. Bands were storehouses that they used to store the excess produce of, of their harvest. That's what we call maybe silos or storages and blah, blah, blah. That's it. They are going to work on the land because they believe that if you are cursed, your land will not produce. So they have gone to work the land and they have received proceeds or harvest and it's so plenty that they have to store some. And then he's talking about your presence shall burst out with new wine. You see that there are grapes that they are even pressing for what? Wine. So they say, I gave my first fruit and I'm waiting for the, uh, for the, for the, for the prosperity. You should be doing something. These people did a Greek. They did farming. You'll be doing something as you are doing something. And then the, the thing is not coming. Then you question, why am I working hard? Why am I doing this? And I'm not seeing the result. Are you following now? Come on now. Are you sure you are following? So this year you should be expecting that maybe the same 
good things you have been doing, you will have greater result, greater harvest. He said, you shall have prosperity. Shout prosperity here. Some people are scared of that word. Shout prosperity here. Some people criticize it on social media before, so they are afraid to say it. Say prosperity. It's good. I can't hear you say prosperity. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's good. As you are sitting here, there is a dress you have targeted, you wanted to wear today. The reason why you didn't wear it today is because the money no rich. Everyone has a dream car, a dream house. You know me so? My brother, you don't have a dream house. Oh. Is it tongues you used to get the house? You need cash. You need cash. Some of the brothers, you see them like this. When they get cash, eh, you will see what is called transformation. Not only that, transfiguration. Transfiguration. You see that the person has transfigured. Hey! Some people right now, when they laugh, you think they are coming to devour you. But let the money come. You see that when they, they have not smiled, their face is looking very smiley. Poverty, eh? God punish poverty, Papa. Poverty can make somebody important look like he's, he's a nobody. It can rubbish your education, rubbish the foundation of your life, make you look like you are useless than the word useless. That's we follow the covenant, the covenant is able to prosper us. And the reason why many people will not walk in that prosperity is because they don't even expect it. So because you are always with people who are saying that poverty is glorious. Is sickness glorious? How? If you, me, I want prosperity. As you see me like this. Oh. I want it, but... Some pastors don't want, but me, as you see me like this, <laughs> I want it. I want it. I want it. And if you are my church member, God should help you to want it too. There is a bed, a bed, bed, not a normal it's a bed that when you sleep on it, the bed will be massaging you. The bed, the bed will ask you, is it okay? He says, it's okay. Is it not better than this one that you sleep and you wake up and whether your rib or your spine has contumed somewhere and you need fish? What, what is this? Why? And that bed is your partner for life. Most of the confusion in the home is because money no rich. Money no rich that requires the management is too tight. No allowance. Yeah, you ask, you say, you always ask him money, money, money. When you're about to say something, I say, I hope you're not going to say money, water. Conversation that doesn't have financial element there. Abba. Abba. So time here we are talking dry, talking dry, talking dry, talking dry. When there is interest, the pursuit is easier. 
Hey, talking, talking dry, talking dry, talking dry. What is, what is in the matter? Hey! If money is on ground, there's some things, some conversation will be short, short. How are you? Fine. Talk to you later. <laughs> Talk to you later. Some will even keep it short so that because if they travel with a conversation, a request will come. Uh, are you in the office? Yes, I was just checking up on you. We'll talk because if you just stays one more minute, you will now ask from this. So you two, where are you? Are you in town? Can you pick this thing up there for me? So fast, fast now. You just exit the call. Economic conversation. Economizing it. Just like that. Hey. You will have the money, oh. You will prosper in Jesus' name. Nobody here shall be poor one day more of your life. This year, as you have honored the Lord, may you have an expectation of prosperity. And may you prosper in the name of Jesus. He said your bank shall be filled with what? Plenty. Yeah. And your presses shall burst with what? New wine. Somebody say new. I can't hear you say new. That's one of your expectations should be that this year, new things should come my way. New things, not all this old, modern, second hand, third hand, fourth hand. Say new. I can't hear you say new. One more time, say new, new. I can't hear you say new. New. That, that should be your expectation. That something new must come my way. After honoring God with this dangerous covenant and believing God for new, new promotion, new, new things, new house, something new, new level of ministry, new, new wave in my family life, new, something new, new health. Praise the Lord. The messes are new every morning. You can add new things to the new mercy. New things. Let the old things what? Pass away. Everything must become what? New. New opportunities. New properties. New life. New anointing. New ministry. Whatever you are doing, let something new emanate, come out, emerge from that thing in the name of Jesus Christ. May the new you also come out. New, new degree, new education, something new. God is interested in doing something new. New. Something new. That should be your expectation. As I'm stepping out to do business, new customers will come. The same shop, but new people are coming there. New goods are coming. New opportunities are coming. New things. Praise the Lord. New attitude from your partner who has been stubborn all this way. As for this year, there shall be a new attitude. That's powerful. It's powerful. And I'm feeling it. Pashale kelema katosa. Sibrali kamara dosa. There's no glory in the old now. No glory in the old. The old shall pass away. 
Then he will come. Ash. Ash. Satala barakatakaya. Matula zebredi keleze. New. New. There's a way your husband will see you like a new girl. Your wife will see you like a new man. Hey. To be like you just married. The early days honeymoon love will now spark up. Oh, my wife, you are glittering. Oh. Sparkling. She said, Anyway, spray spray. Adio bia ya ya fe. Anyway, spray spray. Uti so adi ense wine ose red one ense adi ense. Who got one? Now, after this covenant, oh, everything will become new, new in the eyes of your helpers. That amen should be louder than it is right now. New, new. New opportunities. Blessings are new. Tosala bareke letosa. And for that to happen, you need what? Faith. You need what? Faith is what will make you hold the expectation. I believe this thing. This thing is going to happen. God says it must happen for me. And I believe it. And it's going to happen. Don't listen to anybody. Else. Listen to God. Listen to what? Listen to the God you believe that made you do the covenant is the same God you should be listening. Abraham was listening to God's voice. Pass here, go here. When he got there, he said, Boy, that is it. You need to have faith. Believe it. People have expectation. When trouble start coming, they throw it away. You don't believe it again. After three months, you see that many people have started high. They will abandon the expectation. Have faith. Number two, don't abandon your expectation in the midst of storm. Because sometimes the storm is what reveals the matter. And after the storm, you will see that everywhere is clear. Everywhere is what? Clear. Everywhere is where? Everywhere is what? So tell somebody, fight through the storms and hold your expectation. Hey! Number three. Number three. Expect your expectation must be something that is mega than human ability can perform. Something that is what? Mega than human ability can what? Perform. That's your expectation must not be something shallow. It must be something that has generational effect. Something that if God doesn't do, we will all struggle to do it. It should be something heavy. Don't come to God. God, please give me Tengana. What was Tengana? Have you seen that or Sophia video on Facebook? So he went to pray to God for major contract and blah, blah. He went and met one woman and one man praying. Their prayer was disturbing. This one said he wants school fees. This one said he wants rent. He said, he, said, he stopped them. He said, uh, what did you say is the problem? He said, I'm a widow. What is the problem? As he put the two together, 100,000 naira. He gave him, he just said, you, Your own is 40,000, your own is 45,000. 
you people to go and share. They say, ah, thank you. That's why he can now face God. Because like, as they are there, they are disturbing the kind of thing he wants. He's believing God for a shipload of goods. You are there talking about 30,000 naira, 40,000 school fees. You, see, you are wasting time. If God has to attend to us, he just divided attention. I need God to hear me alone. Your answer is in my pocket. Can you go? Let me face God. Whatever you are asking from God must be something heavy. It must be what? Abraham was old, past 90 years, 100. He was asking God to give him a son. Is it a normal thing? Sarah was old, dry woman. She was, and God still did it too. Don't ask God chicken change and things that your family cry. When it happens to you, cry, it's like it's still normal. Something that when happens, when people hear, they say, eh? you see, people's jaws must drop when they hear that this is what God, are you following this matter? Heavy duty expectation. Generational impact, global impact, wealth, something super. You have four children, the marriage collapsed, and a, a better man has come to marry you. And people say, and the, with the Edra, now the baby in the yard, you know. And the man loves you to. Time your catcher says, I didn't mean hunt him. Uh, after four, no, 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 four, no, 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 he even loves the four you brought. Like his own biological children. And he has taken the matter to another level. And your foolish father, no, he doesn't know where he's passing. And you see how this man is loving you and you are changing. Oh, the man will see you. You see his own foolishness. You just look at himself. Oh, my radiant. Something heavy to be asking change, give me tape, give me this, give me this, something heavy, something what? Heavy duty, something heavy. When you come to God, you come, you, you waste God's time with something small, you say, I, I want something small from God, you are wasting time now. People are on mountain fast, you know, you have God's attention, you are wasting his time. Something what? Heavy. The way you put something heavy there, be aggressive in the market. Be what? Work with aggression. Work with what? Aggression. That this thing, you start working. You start working, and the expectation must be driving your result. As I'm working, as I'm working, this thing is going to happen. It is going to. Are you following here at all? You must have an optimistic mind. Not a pessimistic man. It's like Adina Rebeyo and Rebejika. What do you mean by Rebeyo Bejika? What do you mean? When somebody is laying block to build a wall, they lay it with certainty. They don't lay it with the anticipation that it will break. They lay it to, for the thing to stand. As you are working, who drives a car thinking that I'm going to die on the road? Me, Kwaba. As you are working, you should be expecting. 
as you are working, you should be what? Expecting your result. You have a mega plan, mega expectation. You are staying in the room, nothing will happen. You need to get into the field and get into the market and hey, learn the language of the market and operate by the principles and the language of that word market. So market, they don't understand humility. That's one more time behind one more. No, no, no. So market, you must appear sharp. Don't be strange and weird. Too weird. It will not yet what will change. Meanwhile, you might be the most qualified, the most competent, and all of that. There are things you do that works against your expectation. You have to be relevant in that market. Relevant. Are you following this thing? I can't hear you. Are you following? Are you sure you are following? <laughs> there is a reason why people dress the way they dress. There's a reason why they have union tax for their cars. There's a reason why you see a doctor is wearing some some lab something or he's put some something around the neck. There's a reason why people have certain crest something because you have to address them with a particular mind. When they appear, look at the lady appears when they make us up a drink. Why the house girl? What do you mean? So, madam's people address them as, Where is your madam around? And you are the madam. Because who look be before from what you really are. I don't know if I'm saying something. Listen, even the way you have branded your product in the marketing point. Where we should turn away, you know. I said, yeah, they come out bosom. So we are going to give it to idols. We are going to feed idols. Just a branding new kumo, very dim, very just a oh honey, I would say to our friends who brand your moyenina light, light, come as a ウンクラウンウンクラヤコノケケウビセセフィアブロチラナガナヤネエノウンソブランディアヨクマウンウンサブスメディアニオセニペディアニオエチュエチュワエンティアシエントウブセサディウエヤエノアミンワンソビカズ
with all his assistance and the rest. You see that the brain will be shaping. He's not telling the guy. That's how you drive things. I just wonder, it's like, oh, Rabbi, you know what? What do you mean? Yes, I know. Yes, I know. Yes, I know. Yes, I This year, things will be fine. Pa! May you see new things in your life. If you are believing God for something new, shout a louder amen. Please rise to your feet and give the Lord a big clap of praise. You have been listening to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-916-168 or 0277-532-360. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.